Hey everyone, this is Neil. And this is David. We are not film critics. In this week's episode, we are going to talk about the notion. Uh, so I guess first off, we'll start off with the 21 Jump Street, the first movie, which actually came out, believe it or not, nine years ago. That, that feels like way too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Wow. I, but anyways, uh, David, first impressions? Um, I have a little bit of background with this story, with this story, with this movie. Um, I remember, like, it, I remember when, like, not when I was a kid, but, like, when I was younger, I heard a lot about this movie and how, like, funny it was and how, like, you know, it was basically, like, kind of a really popular comedy movie at the time. But I didn't watch it because, like, I, I only saw, like, I only got, like, I've kind of got, like, the general plot of it through, like, you know, GIFs and the internet and stuff like that. But I actually never watched that. I think I only watched it for the first time, like, a year or so ago. And I, and despite, like, you know, because I was kind of hyping it up a bit too much in my head. So it kind of disappointed me my first time through. But then um, I think my second time through watching it, I think I really liked it. I think I liked it more because I knew what was going to happen. I wasn't, like, overhyping it. And the, I think that I just allowed the jokes and, like, the movie to, like, be funnier. And I allowed to my, let myself get swept away in it a little bit more instead of trying to, like, fit the movie to the image I had in my head. Right, yeah, I had the same, uh, I guess, expectations as well, because, um, again, this movie came out in 2012, and, um, I, you know, obviously, I heard a lot about it um, through the internet and stuff, but I actually haven't seen it, not up until last week, I think, last week, both movies, actually, the, the 21 Jump Street, I haven't seen it since last week, but, like, for me, personally, when I'm watching comedy movies, I just, I just let the the movie do its thing, you know. I just don't even do like, I don't. I don't even analyze it in like a movie perspective. I just, you know, I just ride along with um the story, the the jokes, and sometimes, I, well, not sometimes, but all the time. That's that's basically what I do with any other comedy movies. Um, you know, some some people say that you know comedy movies are the worst type of movies just because they're just funny. But for me personally, you know, it being funny makes it so enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I definitely get that. I mean, the whole thing with comedy movies is that oftentimes they have one goal, to make you laugh. And the thing is with movies that are very, like, focused, they, if, they, if they get it right, it's amazing. But if they get it wrong, then there's nothing else for you to enjoy in the movie. So comedy movies have to kind of walk a very thin line here. And personally, I think for the first 21 Jump Street, I think, I think it did that. I think it was able to be funny without being overly, like, silly or ridiculous, even though there were parts of silly silly and ridiculous but they felt like contained within the world they felt like you know it never felt like it was anything was coming out of left field um the characters were surprisingly well written i really liked um channing tatum and jonah hill and they both really played off each other really well in the movie um ice cube or ice t i can't i think it's ice is it ice, ice cube, or ice, I, cube. Ice, um, ice cube ice cube I, Ice Cube was actually pretty good. He actually had some of the funniest lines because he he always look he always looks very intense and very angry and like I I find like when he's like yelling at these basically these these guys that like have no idea what they're doing it's the funniest thing. Yeah. Uh. What makes this you know the twenty one Jump Street and later on I guess the twenty twenty two Jump Street what makes these two movies um different from I guess from other uh other comedy movies is they they actually have a good storyline right. Although maybe in the beginning of the first movie, it was a little, it was a little, I, I don't want to say rush, but it was a little fast. I, I get why they did it like that, right? You know, they 
they showed very little of the background story. But I, I get I get what they're trying to do um, with that, you know, because they just want to get it right to the um the point. Because basically the story of the 21 Jump Street happens not during their high school years, but during them being um <clears throat> and them being in the academy and later on being uh police officers and stuff. Um other than that, I think the Twenty One Jump Street is a very well very well directed movie. Obviously director um Phil Lord and Christopher Miller did a great job. Um it isn't corny, which is something I really like because comedy movies I, like you said they they tend to get um silly and but this this movie no not well not all the time sometimes you know obviously they have um some parts where they're they're being silly and it's just over the top but it's it's very well rounded and um again enjoyable to watch you know and, and it's not only it's not only funny but it also has like a good storyline when the movie first began um, I don't know if I was gonna, like, like it, because, you know, it, it did seem at first kind of the movie where they would just be feeding into a bunch of stereotypes, you know, like, oh, like, the jock and, and the nerd, oh, no, they don't like each other, then they're forced to, kind of like the Monsters, Inc., Monsters University type of storyline, and they're just kind of, kind of bathed in those stereotypes and never do anything outside of them, you know, but, um, the movie actually, it went out of its way to show how dumb these stereotypes are and how, you know, like how the stereotypes aren't actually reflective of who they are. And um, they even made fun of the trope in uh, high school movies or like even like, you, like or um, what is it, even in movies that, like, that take place in universities and colleges, like how the, the actors' ages don't actually look like look how they're supposed to. Like they're supposed to be, this is what they hang out in high school, but they look like they're 40. It's, it's the funniest thing because they're just walking around. You could obviously tell that, you know, of course they're not supposed to be there, but like, when they do something that, like, high schoolers, like, would do, or they're trying to imitate high schoolers, it just becomes, like, it's it's very funny. It's very enjoyable comedy. It's not, like, it's not, I would I don't want to use the word lowbrow comedy, because, like, I feel like that's kind of weird. Like, that's not that's not really, a, like, a defined term. But it, it, it's, it's, it's smart comedy. It makes fun of the established tropes of its genre, and it uses them to, like, en- enhance the movie-going experience. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the movie also has um, some sort of action right and i think the best type of ways to make an audience laugh is to have um to have an action scene and then have a character which in this case was jonah hill's characters i, f- I forgot his name um schmidt schmidt right his character being the i guess um how do i say this the um uh i don't want to say outliner but you know being the one with He's scared to say. To say oh, least. so he's, he's kind of like the the like the. Um, oh God, the word is escaping me as well. Kind <laughs> yeah. of like the. I don't want to use the word scaredy cat, but that's the only word that's coming to my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you 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 get what I mean, right? Yeah, but, you know, that's who he is. And then when he does try to do something, right, and it turns into some some silly comedy, and it's it's actually pretty funny, and it happens a lot in um. If you watch a lot of Kevin Hart's movies, you know, that's what he does as well. But Jonah Hill does a great job, you know, the, the writer does a great job in um, incorporating that and not only making it serious, you know, the action being serious. Because, you know, they want to tell you that the movie is a comedy movie, right? And so they um, they include bits of comedies during uh, action scenes, which makes it like a hundred times better. It makes the movie a hundred times better, a hundred times funnier, too. 
Um, the thing is with the comedy, sorry, not the comedy, the action in the movie is sometimes in the in the first in Twenty One Jump Street. I don't feel like it was sometimes it could have been better executed. You can tell that this is uh the first like the director's like first real like foray into the action genre, like, and they're trying to parody it, right? But I feel like sometimes, like sometimes, more clarity would be needed, or they could like they're or like um they're not very creative in their use of the action sequences, and they're funny, like no doubt they're funny. But I feel like sometimes there's an opportunity for, like, for them to be more creative and then to be more entertaining to the viewer. And I think Twenty One Jump Street sometimes in its action scenes it doesn't it doesn't go as far as I'd like it to. I understand. I understand. Um, I, another issue I have with this with this movie, Twenty One Jump Street, I think it's uh it was too um. Oh, I forgot the word. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's it's too predictable. You know, um, it it has a good storyline, right? But the way it's set up, like you could just tell that, um, it's gonna. You could just you like, cause okay, when I was watching the movie, right? When I was watching the movie, I didn't have like I guess I didn't I didn't have like a solid inference in what's gonna happen, but when I like you know when I saw, um, like the scene after, let's say. After the uh the nerd people right well I don't want to call them nerds but the the people in the the science class um you see how they were having the um the tracker thing right the tracker yeah yeah uh so yeah um it was like you could you could you could just tell that you know them and then their skills will be used and then when I you know when when they are used and you see the scene after that you'd realize look. This you you expected it, right? You 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 know what I mean? Like subconsciously you you expected it, but you just didn't know what's gonna happen. Like do you know do you, you know what I mean? I'm gonna actually have to disagree with you a bit here because I think like the predictability of the movie kind of added to the comedy because the second something happens, like because the thing about comedy it's not always just surprise. Because if every com- if every joke was just a surprise, then you know that wouldn't be as funny. But sometimes you know what's gonna happen, and then it hits you earlier, and then you have like more time to build up. And then I don't know. I feel like sometimes the predictability of the movie and the characters, and every time like you see someone, you you know pretty much exactly what like what's how they're gonna play out. I think that sometimes added to the comedy, and especially also helped them because they do also subvert expectations like um in the movie i think that i think that helped the times when they subvert the expectations of like what like the uh what you think the character is going to do or what the plot is going to be i think that makes it even more entertaining and more funny yeah i, I get what that i get what you mean but um and we'll talk about it later on with with 22 Gun street but um like i guess having like the movie as a surprise makes it better as as like a better movie overall and not just as a comedy movie but it makes it like makes it a better movie overall i can't i'm gonna say it now but that's why i i i, I like 22 jump street more than i did 21 jump street okay do you have any i guess do you have any david rants 21 jump street? um i i think i do but i think we should introduce 22 jump street first before we get into my um rant all right. Because my rant is about 22 Jump Street. Okay. All right. Okay. That's interesting. I guess we'll move on to 22 Jump Street. Again, this movie came out in 2014, right? And that was uh, seven years ago? Oh, God. <laughs> Don't make me feel so old. No, oh, my goodness. Wow. All right. First impressions, David. Um... I saw this movie right after the first one. Like, I watched the first one. I'm like, oh, wow, that was pretty good. I heard there was a second one. So I watched it immediately after. And honestly, like, 
I think twenty two like twenty two Jump Street kind of it it's very funny at the beginning. The the opening scene is like really funny and um. It's, and, like, I think also you can tell that the directors have improved because the action scenes in 22 Jump Street are better. The, what is it, the, um, the comedy for, like, the first, co- like, the first, like, half of the movie is really better. But um, I feel like at the end it kind of disappointed me a bit because, like, in the first movie, the, actually, you know, I think, you know what, Let, let's go into a rant right now. I'm going to get into a rant right now, okay? Let me just breathe. So I'm going to, okay, I'm ready to go. So in the first movie of 22 Jump Street, the characters kind of, they, they often, they start out like with the stereotypes, and then they subvert the stereotypes by the end, and they kind of uh, subvert your expectations of what's going to happen in the story. Meanwhile, in the second 22 Jump Street, I feel like they don't do that. I feel like the characters, they kind of, they, they stay more to their stereotypes, and they stay um, more to their, and they, and they don't subvert expectations enough, and that, the comedy kind of suffers. And I feel like there's a there's a lot, a lot of parts in the second 20, in uh, 22 Jump Street where they are, it's just, there's long points without comedy. It's not very as funny, and the plot isn't as compelling because I feel like it's a retread. I know, like, obviously that's some of the point. They do make jokes at the expense of, hey, wow, look how similar this is to the first movie. But I think that only works if you can then subvert the expectations of the retread, but they don't. They just kind of roll along with it. I feel like that's kind of a... It kind of let me down a bit because I thought, you know, like, hey, this movie, like, you know, like, it has this great opening scene. I thought, wow, the, the opening movie is this good. It can only get better, but instead it, it kind of just like falls off from there and you know I, the, I feel like the plot of them going to college university wasn't different enough from them going to high school for them to like justify making a whole new movie i did love the ending gag of the movie the where they keep making more and more sequels that was hilarious that was probably my like my second favorite part of the movie but everything from like the first couple scenes to there was just kind of a mishmash of i feel like it just didn't work i feel like the characters were flat i feel like they didn't change it didn't grow as much and i feel like it was kind of a retread when it when it really shouldn't have been, I feel like they could have done more, but they just kind of decided to kind of just let let the characters like play into the stereotypes more, and they decided to kind of they now that they didn't care as much. I don't want to assume the intentions of the filmmakers, but um, that they decided to let the characters maybe they thought it would be funnier if they played into the stereotypes. The person I think comedy is like it's comedy is the funniest when they do the opposite of what you expect them to do. You know, they subvert your expectations, and then they but. They subvert your expectations, but in this movie, they kind of didn't do that. Okay, I think that's it. <laughs> well, that's the end of the David rant, but I, 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 I understand where you're going from. Where you're coming from, but okay, for this is this is what I would this is what I'd say, right? The first movie is for both the characters Jonah Hills and Channing Tatum's characters to feel what the other character felt during their high school time, right? All right, let's get that set. I felt the second movie. Was what could have happened if both, you know, both of them actually, actually went to college, right? And second movie is, I guess, it's more focused on their relationship than it was in the first movie. But the second movie, I guess, it had that um, that telescope on um, Channing Tatum's character, right? Because he never really found himself, in all honesty, right? He's he's always been. Um, I guess he's always been uh I don't want to say jealous, but he's he's always been the lesser of the two if you're looking if you're com- not comparing, but if you're looking at Jonah Hills and Chan Tim's char- characters. And that's what they try to do. I guess that's what they try to do in the second movie, you know, have him have like the spotlight and then find himself, find, you know, people that I guess people that he um 
people had that have the same that have common things with him, right? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. And I, I personally, I think the second movie, the second movie is a, a lot better. I think the, the, the well, the the jokes. I don't think I don't think the jokes were better. I think like like I guess the the um the action is a lot better. This I I like the storyline a lot more than the first one. Um, the only problem I did have though, some like some of the dialogues were very cheesy, especially during the the middle part of the movie. It was it was getting very cheesy, and I like I started to cringe a little bit. But I I like the I like how they just focused on the um the relationship that the two had more than I guess isolating one from one for one from another because that's basically what they did in the the first movie, right? They isolated the two. And have them feel what the other person felt when they were in high school. But that's that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you. That the action is better in twenty in the in twenty two Jump Street than twenty one. I definitely think that you like it's not only that action scenes they're like they're more like clear and they're more concise and like they're they're better placed in the story, but I feel like they're also more creative and like, you know, they're, they're more entertaining and more engaging for the viewer. While in 20, 21 Jump Street, kind of, they kind of just threw the action scenes around and then they weren't as creatively planned as they were in 22 Jump Street. Yeah, yeah, the action is definitely a lot better composed. Um, the editing was a lot better in 22 Jump Street as well. I think that's, I think we could both agree in that because 21 Jump Street had, you know, I mean, I want to say it was bad editing, but... Compared to Twenty Two Jump Street, Twenty Two Jump Street is obviously better. I do, you know what I do like though. I do like having Ice Cube having a more, um, I don't want to say central, but him being more involved substantial in substantial role. Yeah, yeah, exactly, substantial role because he like he. I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Twenty Two Jump Street, he carried the comedy. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I definitely agree with that. He definitely he was like the funniest the part of the movie for majority of it. Yeah, exactly, and it doesn't. He, he doesn't even have to say the joke, right? It's just how, how um, I guess how he is as a character, um, Captain Dixon. Um, it was it was just funny, you know. And then ha- him having um a daughter, and then uh, having like a whole what two minute, three minute scene with uh, Channing Tatum going crazy over Schmidt sleeping with um the captain's daughter. Yeah, funny. and then when they meet at the and at the uh, college, I think thing the take your parents to work. Yeah, thing or something, yeah, 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 yeah. And, sure. and like they, he sees him, he's like, "Oh hell!" No. Yeah, or he went off. Very funny. That was that was pretty funny. Yeah. I, uh, overall, I think overall the second twenty two Jump Street is better. Twenty one Jump Street had better jokes, but twenty two Jump Street, if it weren't for Ice Cube, I think twenty two Jump Street wouldn't be as good as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. For me, the highs, like the the most, like the funniest or the best parts, um, are 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 definitely in Twenty Two Jump Street, right? But I think overall the movie, like, it's the Twenty One Jump Street is just a more like an entertaining film. Like if I if someone asked me like if they just had to watch one of them, right? And I think I think I'd recommend recommend them like Twenty One Jump Street over Twenty, not just because it's like the first movie out of like a of like a duology, but it's just that I think it's just a more solid movie. I think it's it. It's a more entertaining movie. I remember when um, Twenty One Jump Street. I remember I first, I saw a couple scenes of it. It kind of reminded me because the dialogue in Twenty One Jump Street. I feel like it was also more not human, but it was also more relatable. 
because maybe because I'm in high school and I was in high school and I watched it and like the movie was only made like like seven or eight years ago you know and so maybe the writers they have a better of idea like maybe it's more relatable I don't know whatever I feel like the dialogue in 21 Jump Street felt more human you know it felt like more it, it felt not only relatable but the characters felt like they actually had motivations well in 22 Jump Street the characters kind of felt a bit more like cardboard cutouts of what the characters should be instead of you know like actual real characters oh yeah I, I totally understand um i think that's how i feel as well uh the the first movie um they had better dialogue you know it was i got you just said it was more human and it was fitted for the like what was the setting of the movie of what was actually happening but the second movie it, at times it got <laughs> like i said earlier it was very very cheesy like it, it felt so out of place sometimes you know, the movie didn't have to be that... The dialogue didn't have to be that um, uh, cheesy. But, I, I mean, I don't know what's the, uh, uh, I guess, the motivation to having that such type of dialogue. Maybe, again, they trying to sh um, showcase the relationship that they have. But, you know, they could have done it in any other way. A lot of this, like, um, a lot of these films are kind of built on the irony, like the ironic humor... And like the like the sarcasm and like the kind of meta commentary of oh wow you know like look like like look how like overdone this trope is and look how like cliche this is and I think while that does work in the first one because they subvert the expectations it doesn't work in the second one because I don't feel like they subvert expectations I feel like they just kind of play into them and that's kind of where it fails. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I, you said earlier you you like the first movie better, right? Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. Well, personally, I like the second. Okay, this is what this is how I would say. It. I think overall, the first movie is um is like it's better made overall. You know, if you put if you take everything into account, it it's it's a good movie. But I I I just like the second the second movie, just because it was obviously the the high the high the 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 funny scenes and. I think I did like I I would say I like the the story better in the second movie, you know they had that twist near the end which was um, which was the uh the the officers getting the wrong, um the what was he what was he a psychologist I think, and then I guess that, you know that, um that that was like the pivotal moment in the movie where you know the the two characters um. Jonah, Jonah, uh, Jenko and Schmidt, them again reuniting and then I guess, um, running it back one more time. But that was also the part of the movie where like the the, um, dialogue got very very cheesy, very cringy. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I definitely understand. I definitely like get like, cause you know, yeah, I definitely get it. I'm definitely. Get it. I'm just trying to mull it over. I definitely get like the. The whole like aspect of trying to write dialogue that you know, like, cause what dialogue written down, some like, cause you a lot of times dialogue, it also relies on your actors a lot because if you have bad actors, you know, the dialogue is gonna be bad the way. But Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill, oftentimes the dialogue be kind of flat, but like they'll like be so into the performance that like it'll it'll make it work. But a lot of times, like with like a lot of the side characters, it just doesn't work like that because it the was it their acting and their like characters are not as strong? 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dialogue is definitely one of the, you know, it, it heavily relies on the delivery. You know, because when you write it down, right, as, as, as say maybe a writer, um, it has a, the writer has, I guess, uh, um, the writer wants it, you know, in a very specific, he wants it, he or she wants it delivered in a very specific um, manner. But again, that's up to the, the actors if they're able to do it like that, right? That's why, um, what's his name? Uh, Quentin Tarantino, which we actually featured. Well, that was who he was our very first episode. Um, he, he wanted, you know, the way he directed, right? He wanted the, 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 um, the actors saying the lines exactly the way he wants it to be, right? Like no ifs, ands, or buts, no, uh, like do it this, no, no improv. He wants it the way he, he wants it done the way he wants it. Yeah. He wants it exactly the way that he wrote in. That can be kind of. Not frustrating, but it can definitely kind of pigeonhole. Yeah, for an sure. Actor. But again, I guess those are like one of the the learning moments, you know, for an actor. Because uh, you, I mean, again, the the characters are the um the writer's creations, right? And as an actor, you're just paid to, I guess, do your best to portray those characters. You know, not to take away that, not to take anything away from the actors. Obviously, actors are very very important in, in movies and shows and, and filmmaking in general. But um, you you have to please the the writer in in your delivery when it comes to dialogue. But I think we're getting a little too far off. Yeah, we're getting a bit off topic here. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, for me personally, 22 Jump Street is better than 21 Jump Street. It's one of those very rare moments where I think the sequel is better than the first movie. I think this is the uh, end of this episode. I think we've talked about both these movies as much as we possibly can without collapsing in on ourselves from the spiral of irony. Um, and I think this is uh, the end of it, this episode. Any final comments? Or do you think... We're good. We're good. We're good? Okay. So, um, we'll see you guys all next time, and we hope you enjoyed this episode of Not Film Critics. Special thanks to Nicholas Bianklin. Make sure to subscribe to his YouTube channel at DNO, or you can follow him on Instagram at NO underscore music. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at not.film.critics and on Twitter at nonfilmcritics for exclusive content and news. See ya!